Hey boo, let's chat. Welcome back to Deep Waters and Sunflowers, the podcast. A podcast about more than just self-love. I'm your host, Michelle Joe, self-love coach and expert at teaching women how to level up after heartbreak and divorce. So this month, I am talking about love. Exploring the many different layers of love in so many different ways. I've brought along some really amazing women to chat about the subject with me. And today's guest is absolutely amazing. We had such a great conversation and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode. So whatever you're sipping on, whether you're driving to work, working from home, or just need a little positivity to start your day, this episode will do just that. So remember to like, to comment, and rate. And also, share this episode with anybody that you believe will also benefit from this. So, let's dive in and enjoy today's episode. So beautiful people, I'm super excited to talk with you all tonight and bring tonight's guest. Um, She is who I sit alongside on Sip and Serve. We share a common love for coffee and just positivity in general. Um, She's a woman who wears many, many hats, but all of her communities definitely give positive deposits. Definitely, you will leave uplifted, encouraged. But most of all, she's completely transparent and just very, very down to earth. And that's what I love most about her. So at this time, and she's also a fellow podcaster, um, the Truth Moment podcast. So please, guys, go and check that out. Because again, you cannot leave one of her platforms without feeling some sort of uplifting, positive energy. Um, so I just want to introduce my guest, Miss Mika Joy. And clap. Honey, I'm trying to absorb all of that there. <laughs> How are you tonight? I am well. I am well. Um, You know, as I shared with you earlier, today is like the first day that I felt well, completely mind, body, and spirit. Um, Today's been a good day. Good. It's been a good day. And I'm in a good place. I really am. Good. Processing a lot. Going through a lot of transitions and things. But I'm good. And, and when I say that, I mean that, because I know a lot of times, you know, we as people, we say, oh, I'm good, I'm straight, and be lying through our teeth, you know what I'm right. saying? But I'm, I'm, really, I'm really good today. <laughs> good. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. And see, I told them your honesty, your transparency, I think that that's amazing, like you didn't, because you know how sometimes when people ask, like, oh, how are you doing? You'd be like, oh, girl, I'm good. How you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you you authentically show up and you say exactly how it is that you feel. Yeah, yeah. I um I learned a long time ago that me trying to water down things or me not really speak from a place of where I really truly am does not serve me at all. Right. right. So yeah, the only watering I'm doing is is watering my growth. I'm not watering down nothing else, though. You know what I'm saying? You better say that. <laughs> you better say that. I know that's right. I know that's right. Hmm. But, okay, so can you please introduce yourself? Tell the people about your many amazing and fabulous brands, all that you do, and who you are in your own words. Mm, Okay. I am uh, Mika Joy. Uh, My parents named me Tamika Joy. Okay. Uh, I go by Mika Joy. I am a mother of three. I am a sister, a daughter, um, a partner. I am a creative, um, I am an entrepreneur, 
I got to start owning that thing, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a entrepreneur. I am a woman who is committed to um, really becoming the best version of myself for where mm-hmm. I am right now on my, on my life journey. Um, I am the proud owner of many, oh, I'm going to say the proud mother of many brands. That's what I'm going to say. Let me back this thing up. <laughs> I am the proud mother of a few brands. Um, as Michelle mentioned earlier, Sip and Serve, which is new um, for me and, to, and for her and for us. Um, this is a collab that we knew was going to happen. We just didn't know when and we didn't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sip and Serve also I am one half of In Real Life Conversations. Um, In Real Life Conversations was uh, created to uh, curate experiences to connect, share, and grow. Um, That I am joined alongside with my sister in growth, my creative partner, uh, Ms. Anquiette Devaron of Her Sticky Hope. Uh, Also... I am uh, a podcaster myself, as Michelle mentioned. I am the proud mama of the Truth Moment podcast, which has been around, has been alive and living for about four years now. And uh, what else? What else, Michelle? And I'm also the growing founder of Positive Society, which is a safe digital community championing individuals to grow mind body and spirit you better say that i told you i do believe that's everything (laughs) woman of many hats i told you i told you and oh wait a minute see this this is this is what i'm saying here i i i I got to find a way to shorten because it's just it's so many things but i'm grateful for the so many things yeah Um, but i will also be birthing uh, my life, my spiritual life coaching practice as well. Yes, yes. So I am a spiritual life coach as well. Um. Yeah. Oh, that felt good to say that. Didn't it? <laughs> didn't it? Oh my goodness. It did. it did. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and congratulations just on even putting it out there. I know we've talked about life coaching uh, a while ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And for you to actually, you know, be bringing that to life and birthing it, I think that that is absolutely amazing. So congrats. I cannot wait to see what that becomes. And I can't wait to support you in that. Oh, thank you, honey. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So guys, as you all know, I am diving into the subject of love. And, you know, I wanted to bring some amazing women along um, to talk about this topic as well. And um, tonight is no different. Um, We're talking about love and um, just basically how our healing journeys or us discovering or evolving as women, how that has played a role in how we view love, define love, show love, and ultimately receive love. And I think this would be a great topic for me and Mika, because as we know, like once we get going, it just (laughs) flows. You know what I'm saying? And I just love that. So I want to start with a little icebreaker. Okay. I want to know, what is the first love song that comes to mind when you think about the top love songs up there for you? Ooh. Mm. Me being the MJB the Mary J. Blige fan that I am. Mm -hmm. The first song that I hear is everything. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is one of my favorite songs of hers. And I don't know, as I heard you asking me the question, that's just what was coming to me. I love it. Everything. You are my 
everything. Girl, don't get me to sing it. I mean, who doesn't love Mary? I mean, come on now. Who? Who? Who doesn't Listen, love her? How can Mary you not? still, girl, she's still out here doing a thing. You know, and she's looking amazing. The acting world. Yes. Yes. And I mean, she is so still great. out here thriving after her heartbreak. Come on now. She's still out here. I mean, she killed it on Power Book. What was this? Power Book 2? Yes. Monet. Come on. She, I yes. mean. She's out here killing it. But um, no, Mary has always been um, an artist that I related to in mm-hmm. any area of my life um, from high school. And um, her songs, there are several songs that are just, you know, featured on the soundtrack to my life um, that she has delivered. And um, I just love her as an artist. I loved her. I love her as a person and I love her for just the vessel that she is. Yeah. I agree. She definitely, uh, she definitely reflects strength for me. Absolutely. And probably for so many, to be honest, like, you know, I just remember when I was, (laughs) Lord knows I had no clue what I was singing, but I remember when I was like in middle school and I had a pool party And we were singing Mary J. Blige, Not Gonna Cry, you know? And we were on floaties, screaming to the top of our lungs. And it's like, I watch, waiting to exhale as an adult, you know, and Mm. as a 32-year-old. Girl, that thing hit different. I I bet it did. Girl. I bet it did. Them lyrics, they they, they spoke something different to you. Girl, (laughs) that thing hit different. Did you hear me? I was watching it. I said, whoa, now that I've been through some things, yeah. it hits a lot different for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, yes, but that's a classic. I love it. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into tonight's episode. Um, so my first question is, which will of course tie to another question um how do you feel your your experience with love pre self-love and healing and awareness and versus now Mm. what does that look like (laughs) honey as I sip my ginger tea. Oh, are you going on to get your sip on now? Going on to get your sip on. <laughs> oh, okay. So love looked like for me in, in relationships prior to me. Um, I'm gonna say rebuilding a relationship with myself and re-identifying um love with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, before I was a lost little girl, yeah, (laughs) I was, I was really lost. I had no idea, no clue. And like we, you know, like we mentioned on Sip and Serve the other day, you know, not, um, not being taught. There was just so many things that were not taught when Mm -hmm. it came to relationships, you know, everybody champions and celebrates you being in a relationship Mm -hmm. because they feel like, you know, that just falls on that list of things to, to accomplish once you become an adult. And, um, you know, that's what society says and it's what your mom and them say, you know, um, but there were a lot of things that I were, I, I, I just was not taught. And one of those things were not being in a relationship with myself first Mm -hmm. and foremost Mm -hmm. and so for me I'm balancing being a new mom yeah um and my first really serious relationship I was a new mom and being a new partner as well Mm. and it was it was very challenging It, it, it really was um 
so I mean, the difference I can say for me now is I am not lost anymore. I am very much found and I know exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. I know how to love myself ways that I did not know um, as a early 20 year old woman, you know, uh, and I've just arrived to this space that it feels hella good being here. I know how to honor myself. I know how to advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how to pull out those love tools yeah. when, when they're needed, when they're needed. So I would say that that's the difference. The difference is I, I was lost, but now I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no I was I, lost within myself lost within life and now I'm I feel like I'm here and even though I'm still figuring things out and still figuring out the movements of life but mm-hmm. I am so for certain about where I am right now I love that I think that that is such a beautiful place to be um, because I can definitely identify when you said, you know, I was lost, but now I'm found because for some reason I'm telling you, I've been in such a reflective state, mm. um, and just kind of really, I've been really realizing and recognizing just how far I've come because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like sometimes we're on this road of journeying through evolution and growth, that sometimes we really don't stop to really think about just how far we've come and stop to acknowledge the progress, just how much progress we've made. And I know for me, sometimes I can downplay my progress because I'm not to where I ultimately feel I should be. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I'm being reminded that, for one, the view of what I feel like my ultimate self is might not even look like what I think I'm going to look like and who I'm going to be. So therefore, I need to celebrate myself and acknowledge my growth at any and every stage. Because it's Mm. just like, I'm pretty sure the Michelle that was loving bad boys, dope boys, just making crazy, stupid decisions (laughs) had was little to no self-esteem kind of sort of, Mm. I'm pretty sure I didn't see myself as this Mm -hmm. version of self. And I probably wasn't even in the position to even fathom what now would look like. Yeah. No, I feel you on that now. So I love how you said I was lost, but I'm found. And it's like, so many times I feel like we feel as though we're kind of hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And and like when we were talking on Sip and Serve yesterday, and you know, guys, check us out on Sip and Serve. Yes, do that. You know, (laughs) we pop in every other Monday to chit chat. We want to warm up your soul with some good Mm -hmm. conversation. Um, But it's just like, you know, I, it's just like, we've, we've never done this stuff before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're learning as we go. Sometimes. Maybe even all the time. That's it. But, you know, like I said, you know, um, we're growing up yes. as we're growing up. Girl, that thing, yes. I'm telling you, that it's just, it's just been stuck on me. Yes. And, um, you know, I think that this would be a perfect opportunity for us to give the younger versions of ourselves mm-hmm. uh, a shout out because mm-hmm. we would not be the women that we are today if mm-hmm. we were not the women that we were yesterday. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, this is, I asked myself a question um, yet last night. 
And, you know, because, you know, people may look at TikTok or Instagram and, you know, wonder why I choose to speak up and speak out. And it's just like prior to my self-love journey, I was very mute. Like Mm. I was non-confrontational. I kept my feelings inside because I wasn't in an environment, unfortunately, that truly wanted to know about me, that wanted to take time with me that wanted to hear what I had to say, you Mm. know? And so I often kept everything inside and I wrote it all out. So it's just like, when I took my self-love journey, after being tired of feeling like so many people had my voice and I wanted to take my voice back, when Mm. I found my voice and I got my voice, I was just like, I'm not going to not use it. Because maybe there's somebody else out there who doesn't feel like they have anything worth saying or doesn't know how to say what they want to say. And I was just like, the reason why I speak today is because I was once voiceless. Mm. Oh, girl. Mm. (laughs) So I take it all the way personal. When someone or people try to say, oh, why you talk about this? Why you talk about that? Because, babe. I was once not saying anything. And it's time now. (laughs) Yes. It is time. But I can relate to that. I I, I really can relate to that, Michelle, because this is the most that I've been vocal. Um, And I think I've shared this with you before. Like I was growing up, I was was very quiet. I was very Mm -hmm. shy and didn't say a whole lot and didn't know how to say. Yeah, you know, um, a whole lot. And uh, this is the most these last few years. And I remember praying and asking God to use me mm-hmm. and had no idea the prayer that I was praying. I had no idea. Yeah. The request that I was sending yeah. up. <laughs> and yeah. so now to be in this space and for God to use me the way that he uses me. And that's online, that's offline. That's people that I am directly connected to. That's people who I am not face-to-face connected to, you know, every day, you know, I'm being used and and my voice is being used in ways that I would have never imagined. But I tell you what, I'm sure enough, sure enough glad that I'm here right now mm-hmm. in this space. I really am. I, I had to it. go through a lot to be here right mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. so I'm glad that he kept me, mind, body, and spirit. And I'm glad that I'm still standing firmly in who I am. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I'm here now, Let me hug. Let me hush, honey. Because <laughs> I, you know, I get gone. So what's your next question? <laughs> You and me both. I don't know who needed to hear that, but it was for somebody. Um, so now my next question is, in terms of love, do you believe your view and what it truly is has changed with time, dating, etc.? Yes and no. Hmm. Uh, mm. Oh God, that's a good one now, honey. <laughs> I'm going to impact this one year. Um, I think for where I am now mm-hmm. in my relationship and coming up on three years, um, you know, I was single for over 10 years mm-hmm. prior uh, to my, my now partner. And I didn't even know the ways that I was being prepared Mm-hmm. for not only him, but for a new relationship um, as a more adult version of myself. Um, I, I, there are some things that I, that I do view differently. And if it had not been for the previous experiences and previous relationships, because again, I was in such a different space. Right mentally emotionally spiritually I I was in a different space and so things that I were you know attracted to then and that I things that I felt like I was in love with somebody you know or what I felt like my connection 
those things served where I was at that time because again, mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was. I was lost. I didn't even know what I wanted for myself. I was too busy trying to make sure that everybody else got what they wanted and what they needed. Mm -hmm. And so being in this space now, there there are some things that I do view differently. And I really view mm, the partnership as a partnership. Yeah. And this is a, this is a new space for me. And, um, you know, even on the days that I don't get it right, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Even on those days, but the things that matter to me now reflect where I am now and mm-hmm. reflect where I had to travel to to get to. Mm-hmm. And so um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, there's just been some things, Michelle, that I've experienced spiritually that have just been like, whoa. Mm-hmm. in this in in this this partnership here and so um yeah there are certain things that I still view the same um but like I said there's also some things that I I do not view the same I've always been the type of person to um hold your hand yeah when you needed a hand to hold um I've always been that person um, that support and that rock and um, that person that 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 nurture I've always been a nurturer mm-hmm. um, and I've always been a supporter same but oh girl mm, I'm trying not to get too deep here no I feel, get like deep. I, I feel like I would be all over the place but no it's okay yeah. just flow <laughs> There are some things, um, yeah, that I, I do view the same and that I that I journey um, through in the same ways. But for where I am now as a 43-year-old woman, um, the things that mattered to me 10 years ago, 15 years ago, those things don't matter to me now. Yeah. Uh, I am more interested in and attracted to spiritual connection it's not just about physical it's not just about but there's there's just uh, mm. and there are some days that I I quite don't know how to navigate through it yeah because it's such a strong emotion for me mm-hmm. um but yeah I'll, I'll I'll leave it there I'll stick a pin in that right there you know I love how you said that the way that you worded it um you know you've come to learn and need different things based upon like how you're different now um because you know to be honest with you some people don't change some people continue the same patterns and continue going after the same type of people for years, like for the rest of their lives. And I like how you put that because it's so very true. And I'm with you. Like, of course, I want to be physically attracted to my partner, but there's just something about someone that creates space for me Mm-hmm. someone that I feel emotionally safe with yes someone that sees me and I don't mean just see me you know because I have on a cute outfit I mean someone come on that sees and that me. red lip that be popping hey hey <laughs> <laughs> like someone that sees me in my state in just my natural state Yes. You know, yes. and even when I don't even notice that they're looking or that they're paying attention or that I don't, I don't even feel my most beautiful or prettiest. Mm. Like someone that hears me, like it, it's so, it's so important for me to be with somebody that hears me. Yes. And yes. so I completely, completely understand because I was having a conversation with someone and we were talking about vulnerability 
And I was saying that, and through this conversation, it was a revelation to me um, at why I have a cap on my vulnerability. And I was basically telling her that, you know, um, I developed a great vulnerability with someone. And this someone knew, you know, the ins and outs of my mental health, you know, dealing with anxiety and different things. And um, I said, this person would use my vulnerability against me when it was convenient Mm. for them. And so I was just like, you know, it took me a while to get to the point of feeling vulnerable. And because this person toyed with that vulnerability when they wanted to, it kind of stopped me from wanting to be vulnerable. And then I said, when I tried to take baby steps to be vulnerable with someone else, it was kind of like they were very dismissive to me. And Mm. so I told her, I was just like, you know, I tried and I said, I want to be vulnerable because I said I was very dependent upon the first person that would use my vulnerability against me. And my therapist was just like, you know, Michelle, in order for you to untie that, you have to be open to letting other people know what's going on with you. Because she was just like, and this is the only person that knows when you're having a bad day, when you're having an anxiety attack and things like that, you're going to mm-hmm. always be dependent on them, whether mm. they use your vulnerability against you or not. But or she was not. just like, when you start the, you know, leaning on other people, whether it's your sister, whether it's your friends, she was like, you take that power back. Mm. And she was so right. Because once I started to say, you're not going to be the only one. When I started to entrust my sister, when I started to entrust, you know, different people in my life with the things that I was going through, it made it so much more easier for one, for me to clearly see how could you truly be the person that you say you are to me and use something so fragile against me. Mm, yeah. Mm. I like what your therapist said, though. That was that was good. That was good. And I know that it is a it's a challenging place to create. Um, oh, to find yourself in a space that you felt was safe mm-hmm. to discover that it's not safe and then to mm-hmm. put yourself in position to experience a new opportunity um, is scary. It is. It's scary it because is. what once looked safe, you know, it, it, it didn't look, it wasn't so safe. It wasn't what it looked. It wasn't what it appeared. Right. And so you have to figure out, okay, what should I look for in the next safe space? Right. That's not so much comparison, but mm, girl. Because you know what? That's <laughs> Let me tell you something else my therapist told me, girl. <laughs> girl, so she said this. I said, girl, that is a good girl. I know why my insurance is paying you. Okay. I'm doing my little copay, praise God. Um, that's so funny you say in regards to comparison, because we were talking about dating. And I was saying, oh, yeah, you know, um, I wasn't able to do this in my last relationship or I wasn't able to feel this or blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, one thing piece of advice I can give you, she said, don't go connecting with someone solely with the thought of I didn't get this or I didn't feel this from my Mm. previous person, but I get that from you. Because Mm -hmm. she was just like, you want to make sure that when you're dating someone, you're dating all of them and just not the pieces that you didn't get. And she was just like, if you only focus on the pieces that you didn't get, when you're full on those pieces, you're going to start to realize the other pieces and you don't have a full picture of who it is that you're dealing with and who you like. So you might find out that I don't like all these pieces. But you were so focused on the pieces that you didn't get that you didn't spend enough time with the whole picture. Come on, Miss Ma'am. I was like, (laughs) how many times do we go from one relationship or one dating experience 
and compare it subconsciously or consciously Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. what we didn't get or what we couldn't experience or didn't experience with someone else. That's good. And you know what? I just recently told my mister that I did not walk into this relationship that way. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't walk in here comparing him to so-and-so, you know, before mm-hmm. him. Um, and I'm so glad that I, I really don't live in that space anymore. Right. Um, because what happens is it, it's not fair to us and it's not fair to the other person. Either. Exactly. Um, and so I'm glad that there was some healing work that took place before him um, because, you know, the folks who I dealt with before, who that's who I dealt with before. This is now. Mm-hmm. This is now. Yeah. So, yeah, he yes. is who he is. Exactly. Exactly. And there's so many different things that tie into just allowing people to be who they are. Um, and allowing them to show you things that you may want or that you may need, but it just comes in a different package. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's literally the story of my life (laughs) because Mm -hmm. oftentimes I'm looking for things in a particular way. And I always have to remind myself, Michelle, just because it's not packaged with that red bow that you imagined. The package Mm. could come with a shiny different bow, but you're so focused on it looking and coming and being presented in a certain way that you miss it all together. And then Mm. you end up having the person feel like I'm trying, but it seems like what I am trying may not be good enough for you. And Mm. in retrospect, it might not be because I'm so focused on it looking this particular way. Right. Oh, that's good. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's good there, ma'am. <laughs> Girl. That is good. That is Girl. good. And it's crazy because where I get that from is my father. I get mm. that from how he treats my mom and how he's so accommodating to my mom. And how that trickles down to me and my sister um, or my sisters. And subconsciously, I know that nobody is David. But Mm. I'm looking for someone. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Mama Cynthia. Mama Cynthia don't have to stop at no gas station. Mama Cynthia Mm. don't have to stop and get her car washed or cleaned. Mama Cynthia don't have to worry about no tires, no oil change, no type of maintenance. Come on, David. Mama Cynthia don't have to worry about, you know, what she going to eat because David Mm. got her. Mama Cynthia is, she don't have to worry about so many things. I see. he, he set it up that way, you know, and it's just like, I'm just like, so, uh, and, and my dad is the type of man, I swear, He'll notice it before you even have to say anything. So when Come he notices now. your car is dirty, he's just going to take it to the car wash. Mm. And he notices, you know, you need something or whatever the case may be, he's just going to go ahead and do it. Just going to do it. If he but notices, you know what? Can oh, I, you can I, I got you. Come on. Can I give your dad a shout out really quickly? Mm-hmm. Not just for, you know, doing the things that he feel like uh, need to be done because they matter and they're important to uh, the missus. But I just want to give him a shout out for the consistency. Girl. The consistency. <laughs> Girl. Because that's where a lot of people drop the ball at in that Girl. consistency. You Say know. it. Say it. Bring it. I mean, because I know know that we all have a lot of things going on in life. And, you know, I think that when, mm, in the midst of the game, when you, you're not so focused on the consistency, some people don't come from a place of consistency. Some people don't speak that language, Yeah, but they start out that way because they're trying to prove themselves right but 
I know that it may be easier said than done because again, we have so many things going on in life. And when you're in partnership, you have the life with your partner and then you also have a life, a solo life. Yeah. And so I just think that for someone who is committed to being consistent as best as they can, and even if it's an area that they don't show up as consistent to me that's where the communication comes in right you know so shout out to David okay Mr. David I'm telling you and he's just like you know I know we often say like oh we have busy lives and blah 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 all this other stuff but it's just like I just feel like we all know by now that relationships take work Oh yeah. Like relationships to build a healthy relationship, it takes work. Like we're literally two different people trying to take everything that we have individually and merge them. And also on top of that, we're trying to learn how to exist together and define yeah, yeah. what our relationship is together and what mm-hmm. makes sense for us. And that's a lot, but I just feel yeah. like we both have to be committed to one understanding and knowing that we're going to grow through this thing. But even as we grow, we still are committed to learning the ins and outs of who we are, even in our evolution. Amen. Because Amen. we're not going to look the same. We are not going to look, the, we might not want to look the same in six months, a year, two years. And I mean, I know people say, oh, we grow apart, blah, blah, blah. But did we really, or did we just stop mm. being curious about each other? Did we just Ooh. get tired and say, you know what? I was along for this growth thing with you, but I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to discover no more. Mm. You know, one thing that I told, uh, told my mister in the very beginning, and I remember um, once we decided to you know, take the relationship a little further and actually move in together. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I had always heard, now this is the first time that I've lived with someone, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So um, I had always heard that a lot of things change once you live with someone, you know, Mm -hmm. and life can happen, you know, finances, all of these things. And I had told him that I never wanted life to live us. Yeah. I wanted us to, you know, show up and do our very best at continuing to live our lives and live our lives together. And like I said, there, you know, I haven't always gotten it right, you know, and um, I just feel like (laughs) mm, it's so easy to get caught up in the flow of life. Yeah, it is. That you don't live life to the fullest. It is. It truly is. Mm. So my next question, you know, can you believe we've almost been talking for an hour? (laughs) I want to say yes. (laughs) I want to say yes, because, you know, that's what good conversation does, though. I mean, I knew it had been a minute. I knew it had been a little minute, but... um, I I can believe it. I can believe it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I have, it's probably like a two-part question. Um, So part one is, have you ever experienced either a person or love that you weren't ready for? Like they gave you Mm -hmm. all the warm and Mm -hmm. fuzzies, the happiness, everything you thought you wanted and needed, but you personally weren't in the space to be ready for it mm-hmm. yes ma'am I sure was I, I knew I, I know exactly where I was how old I was and who the person was mm-hmm. uh, something that I had to forgive myself for a few years ago because I held on to that experience um, and to my mistake mm-hmm. um, for so long and um, yeah I was 19 Mm-hmm. engaged uh, a new mama a new mama um but who I was engaged to was not my son's 
father and mm-hmm. um he the way he came in um was exactly what I needed and mm-hmm. what I felt like I wanted and things happened so quickly and even the way that he showed up for my son because mm-hmm. at that time my son's father wasn't involved in his life at all okay. and um just oh, who he was not only to me but to my son was what I needed what I mm. needed and like I said what I felt like I wanted um again let me remind you I was 19 okay yeah <laughs> was 19 and um you know I found myself and I'm gonna say lusting mm. I found myself lusting over someone else and um someone who I thought that I really liked um and felt like oh god it's so hard to um mm, put into words here it really is oh mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh um but yeah I um I was more physically attracted to this other guy than I was the guy that I was actually engaged to. And there was a little bit of a history before uh, the guy that I was engaged to uh, with the guy that I found myself, you know, really, really digging. Mm -hmm. And long story short, um, I ended the relationship with my fiance. Wow. And um, shortly after that, I was in a relationship with uh, the guy that I was really, really digging. He was more of that bad boy. Uh And (laughs) like I said, you know, I had I was already in a a space with him prior to the guy that I was engaged to, you know. Um, And yeah ended up being in a relationship with him and he is Kayla and Lexi's dad and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah it was a very interesting very interesting story but you know I had reflected back on that experience for a long time and yeah. I felt horrible as I got older and as I began to experience love and relationships and as I began to rebuild a relationship with myself, um, there was just some things that did not feel right and didn't sit right in my spirit about how I handled that situation. And um, I ended up apologizing to the gentleman and I wanted to do it face to face. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt better, but I didn't feel better better at the same time because I was still holding on to the way that everything had played out you know for years Uh for years but um yeah yeah I hope that answered your question baby it does because you know (laughs) I, I think you know maybe most people have that you know that person you know or sometimes it's people that you know, really came in and tried to give you all the love and support that you wanted and needed. Um, Because even I know for me, there was someone that, you know, when I tell you, homeboy loved me, loved me, supported me. Um, I just, I felt, I felt so good you know, with him, like we laughed, we had a good time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was just like, you know, after getting divorced, you know, I thought I was ready, you know, to seriously date and things like that. And I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Like I was, you know, feeling like I was being loyal to, you know, something that ultimately, 
I don't, I don't even know the right word to put there. <laughs> but through the years, I've literally like thought back and I was just like, wow, like you paid attention to me. You supported mm. me. You showed up for me in all the ways that you could and more like he literally planned a future for us. Mm. And as I look back, at some points and times, I'm like, dang, Shelly. Dang, <laughs> Shelly. What were you thinking, Shelly? Like, girl. <laughs> girl. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I have gone back and, you know, I apologized and, you know, just basically, you know, told him where I was. And because I think he's an amazing person, um, mm-hmm. all in all. Um, so I completely understand you know that feeling um as well and I think that is great to even for the self-awareness to even be there for you to say I at least want to apologize and and let you know some things yeah because not everyone will do that yeah and I mean I I really felt like it was the right thing to do it was the grown-up thing to do it was the woman thing to do you know, yeah. um, because I was a little girl. Yeah. I was a little girl. And so, you know, what I saw and what I felt and that was different as a, as a grown woman, you know? Right. And so I'm grateful that he accepted my apology and that even, you know, years after that, we had stayed in, uh, communication, stayed in contact and, you know, um, you know, this is around the time that social media, especially Instagram, really became what it became. And Mm -hmm. him being connected uh, with my son, you know, Mm -hmm. through Instagram. And so he, Marquise was like a year old, you know, so now he's seeing him as a grown man. And to hear him say, you know, I'm proud of you for where you are and the things that you're doing and, you know, Mm -hmm. giving me that keep going applause. And so, you know, I can't go back and change, you know, right. what had happened, but I had the power to control what happened moving forward. I love yeah. that. I love that. And that's all we can control. So I love that what you just said. Um, but as we wrap up, I want to know what is a good happy memory or experience that you've had with love mm. <laughs> wow. mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you, you got me <laughs> got me stuck over here what was that saying we say growing up stuck like chuck you got yeah. me Stuck over here, girl. Um, <laughs> I would have to say, um, you know, journeying with my partner now. Um, I remember in the very beginning, uh, because we also have a, a history, you know, we first mm-hmm. met 20 years ago, 21, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be in this space now where we are, um, there was, mm, in the beginning, um, I felt moments where he, he really saw me and yeah. he, he gave me, he created space for me to allow me to see myself as well, because, um, I had, I had issues with wearing makeup. You know, I felt like I needed to wear makeup all the time Mm -hmm. and I didn't want people to see me without makeup. And, um, girl, Mm -hmm. I remember, um, in the beginning, him telling me that he was in love with my spirit. And um, um, 
Oh, I knew that there was a love connected in that moment. Right. And we've often talked about who said I love you first. But (laughs) uh, it was it was in that moment that I felt um, felt seen, heard and loved in a in a different way. Right. And. Oh, girl. Mm. Mm. Like I said, sometimes life, you know, life happens and things happen and, and, and you know, mm, that moment, reflecting back on that moment forced me to hold on to that because as we journey, you know, there's just been some times that I haven't felt like he's seen, heard, or felt me in the ways that I've wanted him to. Yeah. And I have to remind myself that that does not mean that he does not. Exactly. You know, everyone journeys through life differently. Everybody handles and and navigates through life differently. And so, yeah, um, that was a love moment for me. I love that. I and love when he that. said it, he looked in my eyes and I just, I knew that wasn't no moment where I'm just trying to get in them panties, okay? Right. It was genuine. <laughs> it was genuine. It was heartfelt. Let me get between them Love panties. <laughs> right. Because, you know, some people will say anything, anything yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. But I think that that's beautiful. Because, you know, sometimes, like you said, with life, we can forget those moments. Yeah. you know, and those moments can become a little fuzzy for us. So being able to circle back around and, you know, come to remember that moment. I think that that's so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you. I love it, girl. (laughs) I love it. I do. And, you know, for me, I'll share my quick little tidbit. Um, But I know for me, um, someone that I was dating and, um, well, you know what? Let me see. I'm trying to think. (laughs) Because, you know, I think like, so for right now, I would say the woman (laughs) that I'm dating, like her getting me a card and inside of the card, first of all, the card was like so heartfelt. I love cards. I'm never going to get tired of them ever in life. I love them. But she got a really cute card. And in the card, she asked me to be her valentine. Oh, and she made like the little boxes, you know. Yes, no, maybe so. Shut your mouth. Yes, and then, girl, this is the kicker, and I know you gonna relate here. <laughs> <laughs> she also gave me a gift card to Starbucks. Oh, no, she did girl. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and girl, I that is so cute. I cried. Because Aww. I was just like, for one, I'm a whole adult. And I don't <laughs> remember. I don't remember someone like truly asking me like in that way mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to like be their Valentine. Because I love Valentine's Day too. It's like one of my favorites. And I know last year, um, I just kind of wanted to, it was my first Valentine's Day, I think like being divorced or whatever, um, or something was going on where I just kind of wanted to, you know, be by myself. Um, and actually my ex-girlfriend, me and her, we had just met, um, and we had talked about doing Valentine's together and she surprisingly sent me flowers. Um, but yes, like I love Valentine's Day and, you know, just heard like just asking me in such a cute little kitty way, girl. That brought tears to my eyes. That was very cute. I was like, that I was very cute. I was like, why am I crying right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh but you know, 
sometimes, Michelle, it's the smallest little. And for me, as I've gotten older, that's that's what it's been for me, like these smallest little things yes. that are still so thoughtful. Those are the things that hit different. Yeah, they do. Because, yeah, girl, yeah. I can't even blame it on my period coming on. Yeah. Because it is nowhere in sight and not near. <laughs> I was just like, this is so sweet. Like somebody really like asking me, like, will you be my Valentine? I'm like, yeah. oh, yes, yes, yes. Come on, come on. <laughs> Sometimes you can, it's okay to take it back. Yeah. It's okay to take it back and do something old school. You know what I'm it saying? It really is. It really, really is. But you know, Mika, this has been just a really great conversation. Um, and I know there's been so many gems dropped um you could leave the people with a little love gem we'll call it a love gem what would it be Mm. the love gem that I would leave on this episode would be to first fall in love with yourself Mm -hmm. before falling in love with someone else Mm -hmm. that's the first thing that came to mind so I said I'm gonna rock with it yeah. Um, because, you know, just like through, you know, my storytelling <laughs> <laughs> on this episode, you know, that that's one thing that I really realized um, is that I had to first love myself because I was too busy trying to love other people. Yeah. And didn't first know how to love myself. I was trying to love other people. I was making sure I was loving on my kids and neglected me yeah and I think as women um we just we find ourselves in those places because self-love is something that we were not taught yeah so we're we're figuring this thing out and so that would be my gem for you to first fall in love with yourself I love that falling in love with someone else I love it. Thank you so much. And also, please tell people where they can find you, where they can follow you. How can the people keep up with you? Well, you can keep up with me on IG at she is Mika Joy. That's M-I-K-A-J-O-I. Also, if you would love to hear more truth moments and get more truth deposits, you can press play on the Truth Moment podcast on Apple and Spotify, make sure that you put the hashtag before mm-hmm. the truth moment. I think a lot of people, you know, I've had people search and say, oh, I can't find you. But, you know, <laughs> me being the unique individual that I am. Yes. <laughs> you got to put that hashtag. <laughs> make sure you put the hashtag before truth moment. So the hashtag truth moment podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah yeah you'll be able to keep up with me and every everywhere else getting connected with me at least in one of those places there thank you thank you so much thank you so much for you know always being in support of me my brand podcast thank you so much for coming on um and just you know the community that we have established between each other I believe that it's just been so beautiful to form and you know as it blossoms I'm forever grateful and thankful and I just appreciate you taking time out of your day out of your evening and you know we will do this again for sure I believe it and I just want to say I thank you for extending uh the invite and for having me back on um I appreciate it you know I never thought that I would you know um I never saw myself really on other people's podcast platforms Mm -hmm. and in other people's podcast homes you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) but no we want you we want you to sit at the table too you know so come on, let's let's sit. Yes. So I let's, thank you for having me back on, ma'am. That mean it means a lot. You are so you're so welcome. But guys, 
that wraps up tonight's episode. Definitely, definitely support Mika. Um, like, share, rate this episode, you know, send it to somebody and everybody that you feel like can be impacted by what we've talked about. And we will, we will. I will be back with a new episode um, very, very soon. So, all right, guys. Wait. Ooh. Hold on, guys. Wait. Girl, I can't stop the recording. I'm going to keep this in here because this is authentic. So, peace, love, and light. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> hey, boo, hey. Wasn't that an amazing episode? Man, we had so much fun and such a great time recording this episode. Don't forget to comment, to rate, and also share this episode with anyone that you believe will benefit. Again, follow me on social media platforms. Instagram, I am Michelle Joe. TikTok, I am Michelle Joe. If you would like to work with me, book your consultation today at michellejoe.com. And you can also find some help, helpful vlogs. And hey, if you're loving the podcast, go back and listen to our previous episodes as well. But I hope that this message and this podcast was just as impactful and gave some positive deposits as much as we enjoyed coming to do this episode. Have an amazing day. I'm sending you so much love and light. And don't forget to believe in yourself, love on yourself, and continue to show up as your best self. Until next time. <laughs>